Hello and welcome to the Everything is Black and White podcast. This is our match review. Newcastle have drawn 2-2 with Southampton up at St James's Park. Goals from Callum Wilson and Alan St Maxim in the black and white. And Alan St Maxim thought he'd won the game. He scored with 91 minutes on the clock. But Southampton fought back and a Ward-Prowse penalty in the 96th minute saw the game end level. It was a game in which Southampton largely dominated without really doing too much with it. So maybe their manager of Halsenhull will feel disappointed they didn't come away with all three points. They most certainly would have felt disappointed had they come away, had they headed back down to Tyneside on the end of a defeat. We'll talk about this first half initially because Southampton, like I say, were on top. They dominated. They should have been two, maybe three goals ahead. But uh, Musa Gineppo, guilty of missing two really good chances. One of them was an absolute sitter. I'm not really sure how he missed to catch that on match of the day, if you can, blazed it over. And he should have he should have had another as well. And Newcastle were very, very fortunate that he just couldn't find the back of the net because if they'd gone in 2-0, goodness me, the atmosphere at St James's Park would have taken a turn for the worst. And it was already at that point very, very volatile because um, for the first time we heard some anti-Steve Bruce chants um, and they were loud um, and they kind of carried on during the game. They were booed off at the end and things for Steve Bruce don't look too rosy in terms of where a large part of the fan base sit with their opinion on him. Believe me, these chants were audible. Um, I wasn't necessarily in the ground. I was filming outside it and I was around um, in the opening 15, 20 minutes and you could hear it. You could hear it. As we hear from Lee Ryder, chief sports writer, who was in the ground, he'll tell you just how loud it was and just what it might mean for Steve Bruce going forward. Um, in terms of pressure from um, the likes of Mike Ashley, Charlie, probably doesn't mean very much. We know they don't listen to public opinion. They don't listen um, to what the fans really, really want. Most fans seem to want a change of manager. Um, but with a takeover still playing away in the background, you know, Mike Ashley not really wanting to be there will... Like Ashley make a call on Steve Bruce? Probably not, but then that's a discussion maybe for another time. Let's talk about these goals then. And the opener came from Callum Wilson. It was a Jacob Murphy bare ball into the box and Wilson headed home. Um, he had picked up an injury prior to that and he, he didn't last the full 90 minutes. So there'll be a bit of concern. Thankfully, a two-week break now so they can work on whatever issue he's got. Maybe that's why he didn't play against Burnley in that League Cup defeat. Um, and he headed straight down the tunnel when he was taken off for Joe Linton um, late in the second half. Um, the equaliser from Southampton came from Elanusi, who scored a hat-trick in an 8-0 win over Newport in the League Cup earlier in the week. And he seen his effort uh, blocked by Freddie Woodman, and then he, he tapped home on the rebound. And it looked like the game was going to end in a draw. Southampton on top, not really doing too much about it, though. And then St. Maximum ended up grabbing what many people thought was the winner. 91 minutes on the clock. Ryan Fraser saw his effort denied by Alex McCarthy and St. Maxim poked at home. Massive cheers, massive roars, massive celebrations. And you were just thinking, hold on, hold on, because this win so important. To go into the international break, three games without a win, not how you want to start the new season. To be out of the, the cup as well, not not how you want to start the season at all. And you just thought, please hold on. And they, they, they couldn't. Um, and it was a penalty in the end. Lascelles' challenge on Armstrong had to go to VAR. Mike Dean was the video assistant referee, told the referee Paul Tini to go to the monitor. The monitor was checked. 
the penalty was given and Ward Prowse who is just deadly in most dead ball situations but especially from the spot put the ball home and it was a it finished 2-2 people are saying you know bit of blow felt like a defeat and you can totally understand that you know and this result will do nothing to dampen the discontent which is beginning to rise uh, like I say, you could definitely hear the chance because these are the games against the side around you, against those sides around you, against the sides who are probably going to be battling for survival and then looking up and thinking, well, can we achieve mid-table? Can we maybe break into the top 10? Against these sides like Southampton, you've got to be picking up points. You've got to be doing that, and especially at home, especially in front of a crowd who's been starved of, well, forget success, just starved of football for 18 months. You know, they really need to see a win at St. James's Park, and they haven't managed it today. Disappointing fans. A lot of fans are angry at Steve Bruce. A lot of fans are angry at the way the transfer window has gone. They're not likely to sign anyone permanent. Loan deals, yeah, some work's been done but is it going to be charged from Leicester I spoke to a lot of people outside the ground today and they said well is he any better than Isaac Hayden you know many people said they'd rather just see Isaac Hayden keep his, his spot in the in the team so could a loan deal be looked else a loan target from someone else be brought in again that's something we'll look at over the next couple of days with uh, a few days remaining in the transfer window but now let's hear from Lee Ryder and get his views on this draw against Southampton well, on a day when Newcastle really needed three points, they managed to emerge with just one, and it was uh, it, it come in in very disappointing circumstances. Really, first half was you know was all Southampton. There's no doubt about that. The crowd turned on the manager, and we can all understand uh, the emotions. You know, when you're watching your team play like the away team at home, and it was unbelievable. Newcastle went half an hour without even having a solitary strike on goal, which was was very tough to watch. But in the end, you know, you can understand it. The the reaction of the crowd. Second half was was much better. Newcastle gave it much more of a go. They looked more composed. They took the lead, which was an unbelievable moment for Callum Wilson to score his first. Goal in the number nine shirt at the Gallagher end. I think he enjoyed that, and you know from that point he had the platform to go on and win it. But then again, just like the first two Premier League games this season, they switch off, concede an equaliser, and make life hard for themselves. And yeah, at that point, you were probably again thinking, well, we'll take a point from this game. But they kept pushing on. Joel Linton made a good run in the box. Fraser had one clear off the line, and Saint Maximin smashed in and. Yeah, 2-1 in stoppage time. I genuinely thought Newcastle had won it. I genuinely did because the the way, you know, the game had gone. I didn't think Southampton could come back from that. But, you know, a, a bit of VAR controversy. We, we still had time for it. Yeah, again, a penalty conceded. And, yeah, Lascelles on Armstrong. Penalty given after VAR and a check from the linesman. And, it, and it's 2-2 and... You know, from them first three games of the season, West Ham, Villa, and then Southampton, you were hoping for Newcastle to emerge with four or five points from the, those three, first three games. They've now, you know, picked up just one from nine. It's it's something on the board for them. It's it's a positive in, in that sense. But really, uh, they, they are going to be up against it in this, this early part of the season. 
it's an away trip to Manchester United next and you know that's not going to be easy given that Ronaldo's going to be making his debut and the world's media are going to be watching on so yeah tough day tough day for Steve Bruce and uh, Newcastle have to dust themselves down and go into the international break with one point from nine so there's the views of our chief sports writer, Lee Ryder, who was up at St. James's Park. Now, a bit more on those anti-Bruce chants, the we want Brucey out chants. Steve Bruce, of course, was asked about this at the end of the game, and this is what he had to say. A quote now. He said, they're entitled to their opinion. I find the whole thing very, very disappointing, as anybody would. Our first half performance wasn't good enough. I'll accept that. Second half... We were a bit more like ourselves, played with a bit more intensity and intent. The most important thing was we passed the ball to each other better and maybe did enough to win the match. It was a disappointing afternoon all round. Um, you can't argue it was a very disappointing uh, afternoon all round because it didn't get the three points. And Steve Bruce there obviously trying to find positives, but when you do stand on the touchline and you hear you know, not just a small part of the fan base, but a large part of who of that crowd who were there today, chanting that they want you out. That can only hurt, you know. Um, if you look aside from his, what people say his flaws and his, his ability to coach Newcastle United, then he is a fan. He wants to do well. It's maybe uh, part of his weakness in many ways because he believes he can do well and he doesn't want to give this job up because he believes he's the man to take Newcastle to the next level. You know, of course, many fans, many pundits, journalists have their own opinion on that. And as Steve Bruce said, you're entitled to it. But I'm just trying to paint a picture of how much it will hurt Steve Bruce to hear those quotes. And privately, I imagine he's hurting, hurting a lot more than he's letting on in public. As for comments from Ralph uh, Hazelhouten, he says you have to be happy um, with a point after a game like that. A draw is better than losing here. It's good that we have a two-week break coming up and not losing here. So clearly he's positive. Of course, they'd only picked up a point um, that draw with Manchester United last week. And so he's positive. He's going into the two-week break with um, another point on the board. And he sounds like he's very happy at least not to lose this game. Um and we mentioned Manchester United there. Lee mentioned Manchester United there, and of course, and I'm sure this will be discussed in a fortnight's time, but my United are next on the cards for Newcastle United down at Old Trafford, and it will be, if all been well, Cristiano Ronaldo's debut. The last time he played Newcastle United, my United won 6-0, and he scored a hat-trick in my mind, so my memory serves me correctly. So um, the Omens aren't looking good. The pressure will be on Steve Bruce. Everyone will be watching Cristiano Ronaldo's second debut. Newcastle United really need to prepare for this. They need just to just to change something and just try and find a footing because we can't keep having these brilliant first halves or you know decent second halves where they're not very good in the, the, the alternative half because we need to see in 90 minutes when Newcastle control a game where they where you, you go away from a game thinking, you know, we deserve to win that or we were very, very unlucky to lose that. So far in these opening three games, it's either been one or the other where they've had a decent first half, a poor second half, or let's say vice versa. And that's not good enough. It's not good enough in the Premier League. And as Lee says, you're going to struggle if you continue to play this way. The pressure is building on Steve Bruce. The discontent is building. It was loud today. You cast United need a win. And honestly, 
you can't see it coming against Manchester United, but you know they need to to arrive at Old Trafford, have them worked on whatever issues they've got. They need to work on them on the training pitch and make sure they give a really good go, a really good account of themselves against Manchester United. And then it's Leeds United after that, and a game where you would think Newcastle have to win. We said that the day, didn't we? But they lose that. Goodness me, um, I would not like to think where we'll be at that point. But that's discussion for a few weeks down the road in the meantime please remember to like and subscribe to the everything is black and white podcast i've been andrew musgrove enjoy the rest of your weekend